The Gospel according to John, the 11th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the chosen one may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after he said this to his disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the authorities were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble, because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble, because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought that he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away. And many of the people who had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother were there. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Mary said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the chosen one, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The people who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the people who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. 
He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the authorities said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you have sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the authorities, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. How are you all coping as we shelter in place to slow the spread of COVID-19 here in California? You might feel like you're under house arrest, trying to take walks outside, keeping six feet away from others, which is tricky when you're both on the sidewalk, walking toward each other and someone has to go into the street. You might wonder when it's safe to grocery shop, counting your rolls of toilet paper at home, wondering when they'll restock the shelves. You might be worried about your parents keeping in touch by phone because you cannot see them in person since they're far away, or you know that you should not go over and expose them to more germs. Maybe you're worried about your kids, little kids who can't go to playgrounds anymore or have in-person play dates. Maybe it's older children, youth who are trying to keep up with schoolwork, high schoolers who've had proms and graduations postponed or canceled, AP exams are a concern, how will we ever catch up, will we ever get back to normal? Maybe you're trying to work from home, maybe you're wondering if you'll get paid, maybe you're home alone feeling disconnected and lonely. Thank God for introverts who are relishing this time of solitude, who enjoy staying home alone with a screen or a book. They can inspire all of us. And yet, even for introverts who love being alone, I know it's still tricky that you have to interact with others for essential services. Two parts of our Bible readings for today speak to our current situation of this coronavirus pandemic. The first is God asking Ezekiel, Mortal, can these bones live? And the second 
is Mary and Martha in our gospel lesson, both saying to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. I think both of those speak to us today during this pandemic. First, Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet led by God into a valley full of bones. The people of God are in exile. Their city has been destroyed, their nation conquered by Babylon. So many were killed that only dry bones remain, and the valley is full of the dry bones. So God calls Ezekiel right into that valley of dry bones and asks Ezekiel, Mortal, can these bones live? And Ezekiel gives a very wise answer saying, O Lord God, you know. And then God tells Ezekiel what to do. Prophesy. Prophesy to the bones. And God tells Ezekiel how to prophesy. Then through that prophecy, God acts and takes the scattered dry bones and reconnects them bone to bone and puts flesh on them. And then God gives them breath and they lived. A multitude and a whole nation was restored. Our second Bible reading to look at today is about Lazarus. Lazarus and his two sisters, Mary and Martha, are very close friends with Jesus. He goes to their house in Bethany. He eats with them. He has fellowship with them. They are not part of the 12 disciples. They're extra friends on the side, which almost makes it seem like they're even closer to him. But a terrible thing happened. Lazarus has died. Now Jesus, the last time he had been visiting that area near where they lived, was almost stoned to death. So he left the area to go to a safer place. And then from that safer place, Jesus hears that Lazarus is ill. And Jesus waits two days to go see him. And when he finally gets there, Mary and Martha both say to him separately, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. All are in the tomb of despair, like the dry bones in the valley. Jesus sees their despair, and Jesus sees our despair. Jesus goes to the tomb and weeps. Jesus is greatly disturbed. Then Jesus looks up to heaven and prays to God. And then he yells toward that tomb, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus is alive again, not resurrected, but resuscitated for this life, like people on breathing machines who live through coronavirus. They are resuscitated for this life. Jesus is present with us, too, during this coronavirus pandemic. Jesus weeps with us. Jesus hears our prayers, and Jesus will see us through these trying times. While we may be scattered right now, sheltering in place for the safety of our neighbors, know that God will reconnect us fully, bone to bone, flesh to flesh, giving us breath and life. We are all joining together across the world to prevent the spread of this virus. We are sheltering in place, keeping far apart when we do not need to go out. 
And if we do have to go out, we have that six feet or more distance from each other to stay safe. God's good creation is united against this pandemic. It's an incredible time of unity for all of us. Democrats and Republicans are working together for the common good. We've been praying for months and years for Congress to work for the common good, and now it's finally happening. Our church buildings have closed, but our hearts are open. We're still trying to figure out a safe way to reopen our food pantry to get food to our hungry neighbors. Our emergency food during the week is still available on Mondays and Wednesdays, so we are getting bags of groceries out to people in need. I have seen so much love, concern, and care from all of you. Thank God for the ways that we can connect with each other through technology, social media, and cell phones. And while we're thanking God, let's also give thanks for the healthcare workers, all the essential workers who are working so hard. Thank God for cashiers at grocery stores, keeping up our access to food so we can live. Thank God for garbage collectors, for workers keeping pharmacies open. Thank God for postal carriers and delivery people bringing things to our homes. Thank God for our church staff keeping our ministry going even as our buildings are closed. And thank God for all of you gathering together through this live stream, checking on each other, caring for each other, loving one another. Know that Jesus is with you, and together we will get through this, and together Jesus will move us forward in faith. Amen.